Kitty. We're recording over here, Kitty. Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back, and enjoy the show. You're listening to 5.5. Welcome back to another episode of 5.5. Uh, this is the season finale of, of the blockbusted movies. Thank God. Um, yeah, don't have to watch these anymore. Whose idea was this blockbusted thing to make us watch I these movies? Know. I don't know. It's been a tough season. It's been a hard season. <laughs> it's been so <laughs> it <has>. hard. <laughs> but thankfully, it is almost over, just like Corona. That might need fact checked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm joined as always by Amanda. Hi. And Tom. Hello. And next to me is Peter. Hi. And my name is Martin. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's not keep people waiting. What are we? What are we watching? Let's let's find out. Lights, camera, action! It's time for the synopsis. This month on Five Point Five, we watched Cats. A tribe of cats called the Jellicles must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavy side layer and come back to a new Jellicle life. Cats. We saved the worst for last. <laughs> Let's find out what people thought with the one sentence reviews. Is the one sentence review. I wish I was tripping on acid. Apparently, CGI neutered bulges are a thing. Not perfect, but no cat astrophy either. Me, ow. There we go. I actually did expect way more puns, to be honest. But uh, I think I think also, I had to. You weren't on acid. <laughs> You've done that wrong. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you mean you did that on acid and you didn't share with me? <laughs> All right. So it seems like there are some some opinions hidden in there, but before we get to that, let's talk about the crew. It's time to meet the crew. Tom Hooper was the director, or as our document document says, director, 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 <laughs> director. <laughs> you know, you got to make it fancy since Cats was an, an op, you know, based on an opera, uh, or you know, something Musical. from the theater. Musical, Musical, that's the word, not opera. Mm -hmm. uh, you were close. That's what, yeah. They both sing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Either way, he's known for the Danish girl, Les Miserables. No idea how to pronounce that. Les The King's Speech. What? Les Well, then that. And The King's Speech. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about the King's Speech, but Le Miserable is also a, 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 a musical, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, King's Speech, isn't yeah. it? That's about um, a king. A king with a lisp. A king with a mm. speech impediment that needs to give and a Danish speech. Danish girl is about a Danish girl. From Danish. Yeah, the exactly. Danish girl stars... Um, Wow, his name just went completely out of my head. Um, Eddie. Eddie yes. Redmayne, yes. Eddie and Redmayne. Um, he plays a transgender girl. Yep, that is correct. 
Alright, so I don't know how to start out because our show note says there's too many. Um, but there is have, though. There's everyone there in this a, film. That's a lot. Everyone. Yeah, I was. People. I was like, I'm not putting everyone's name in this Google document <laughs> for this because everyone is in it. Everyone and everyone's cats. That's there true. are 30 named cats in this. I just want to point that out. 30 cats that are named. I don't think we ever hear those 30 names, but there are 30 cats with a name in this. I was looking through IMDb just to try and figure out who played what, and I was just... It's its impossible, unless you really know the actors, I find. Impossible? Uh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, you, you see the name of the character they play, and I'm like, didn't even know that that was a... a someone named that in, in, in the movie. Socrates, right, like, I'm a one? little bit sad that we didn't actually meet the cats called Plato and Socrates, because that's cool. There were cats called Plato and Socrates. Who were they? Why mm. Why didn't they have an individual introduction song like everybody else? Because that's know. what all the songs are only about. Yeah. Anyway, we did find a list oh, or an article where they show the act- actors and actresses side by side to their cat persona so I, I think I'll just uh, uh, start start with that and first off uh, scroll down apparently first off we have Jennifer Hudson uh, playing a cat called Grisabella everyone knows that cat right mm-hmm. that yep. was the homeless cat the like hmm? thrown out cat yep. yeah Kitty has something to say about that yeah. no cat wow. should be homeless um, you might know Jennifer Hudson from Dreamgirls, uh, The Secret Life of Bees, and um, that other one that I can't remember what it's called, but it was really, really big. Hairspray. Sex in the City. That's it. Hairspray. She was in Sex in the City as well. Okay. It's not the one I was thinking of, though. Okay. Okay. One of the few that I actually recognized was Ian McKellen. As- Sir Ian McKellen. I'm sorry. <laughs> as Gus the Theater Cat. He was definitely recognizable. He was one of the cats that I recognized. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. And he's known for X Men among other things. And Lord of the is he in Lord of the Rings as well? <laughs> is that I don't know if you're joking right now? I... <laughs> like I hope you are, <laughs> but also like <laughs> at this point in life, like who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't know if Marty's joking. Yeah. <laughs> My Marty's played it very well that you could think he was joking right now, but secretly I think he didn't know. And uh It's just gonna play it cool. Yeah. Well done, Marty. Uh then we have Dame Judy Be- Judy Dench as old Deuteronomy. Or better known as M from James Bond, I guess. Ca- calendar Girls? Yes. She in yeah. Calendar Girls? She wasn't counting. We're doing this by memory this time. This is like really hard because we're we're so unprepared. (laughs) The best exotic Marigold Hotel. Oh, that was a good one. Shakespeare in Love. And then we have the cat that was the neutered cat that made the news that he was neutered with CGI. That was Jason Derulo as um, Rum Tum Tugger. I love that name. Is that why he got neutered? Because of that name? (laughs) No, but. Like, they apparently removed his bulge with CGI. You might know Jason Derulo from songs that go, Jason Derulo! And he did not say it once in this whole film. Surprising. It was a little disappointing, actually. Yeah, right? Like, I was expecting it. Yeah. Up next, we have Idris Elba as Macavity. Sounds like one of those things. 
you have like you know you got a bad tooth I've got a macavity uh, Mama, macavity is hurting macavity is hurting and Idris is in lots Luther, of things Thor Luther Thor rumored as the sexiest man in the world and he was the bad guy in this no bad cat oh. bad cat what he said he was he the bad he guy. guy. He wasn't he was a guy. A he was a cat. No. Well, the bad cat, I guess. He was the bad Tom. Bad Tom. Then we have another one that I think at least both of us uh, recognized as well, and that was Rebel Wilson as Danny Any Dots. You may know Rebel Wilson from those singing movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. The ones that aren't Glee. Yeah, the really, the, the ones that pitch perfect, that's what they're called. They're quite yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's the ones. Bridesmaids. Yeah. Yeah, and she also had like she was definitely she had her own um, rom com where she was the main character too. Oh, Isn't right. it romantic? Yeah, that's the one. And then we've got James Corden as Bustopher Jones, and you might know James Corden from shit British TV and Peter Rabbit. <laughs> and his his American he also has an American show, uh, the Late Show. No, the, the the late late show, yeah, talk show, yeah, they which put it on is so uh, and hopefully nobody watches it. Actually, I've been uh, watching, you know, just the the YouTube the intro they do, uh, and since because of Corona, they had to change the format a little bit, and it's become so hilarious. So I just love. That's basically what I do for breakfast every morning. I just Marty thinks it's hilarious. I, I think, think it's so, awful. I think it's so fair. Must be an age. And then the. And then the one cat that I think was shown a lot was Taylor Swift as Bomba Lorena. You think she was shown a lot? She wasn't really. Like, she just came. It was the it. one, not in the movie. I mean, like as in like the oh, previews and oh, stuff. Like the, I recognize oh. it was the cat I recognized because I'd seen it in like the like promotional material. It was like Taylor Swift in this movie, and like you know. You might know Taylor Swift from um, all those songs she wrote about all those guys <laughs> that broke their hearts. Yeah. yeah, and then I think most of the characters afterwards are mainly um, actors known for their singing and dancing. Yeah, like um, theater actors. Not for, exactly, not for their big roles in big movies. Though I think the main actress, so the main character in this movie is played by Francesca Hayward. Um, she plays Victoria, and she I think was Juliet in the last Juliet uh, Romeo and Juliet movie. There was another Correct. one. Well, 2019. Wow. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the times. So I think the other um, main cats, like, they've also been in bigger musical movies or things like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Then you've got Laurie Davidson playing Mr. Mistopheles, the cat that can do magic. Magic and that cat. looks like it's crying at all times. Yeah. If I had a, cute. to pick a cat live in our house, it would probably be Mr. Mistopheles. Same. Same. I mean, one minute it could be, like, on one side of the room, the next minute it could be, like, three floors away, and with, like, a bouquet of flowers. It would be great. Also top hats. Yeah. Card tricks. Magic wands that are pencils. Wonderful. He's in a show called Will. Never heard of it. And the tagline is, before he was Shakespeare, he was will it's about william shakespeare huh. it's the lost years of a young shakespeare 6.8 on imdb just, just in case you're wondering no, it's not 
Then we have Robert Fairchild as Monkostrap. He's one that I actually recognized, but I oh, have really? I don't think I've actually seen him in anything, so he must maybe have one of those faces. That's you might conclusion. have saw him. No, I looked live at it all. from I... the Lincoln Center in <laughs> 2013. Definitely not. The whole time I felt like I recognized the face of the cat, but I do not like when I now see the actor, I'm like, no, I have never seen this actor before. There's Weird, no way. Yeah. But he also doesn't the cat actually looks very little like the actor. Mm. That is the preview picture in this, so. I'm not sure that we need to go through all the other cats now. We need yeah. to go through this one. He's amazing. Okay, who's we'll he? I, I mean, he was amazing in the movie. That's Stephen McRae as Skimple Shanks, uh, who did the step dancing. That was amazing. That was very good. Yeah. Uh, the railway cat with all the. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, and the other three on his list. Um, we mentioned before Plato and Socrates. Congratulations. And the other, the last one I did, don't, what, was she named? Did we ever learn her name? No, I don't think no, so. don't know. Don't I think remember. she's known in the musical by name, mm. um, but she just wasn't in the film um, because even Wikipedia was naming cats that definitely were not introduced. Mm. So yeah, I guess, I guess that's the crew. Can we say that the that the two the two guys that played Plato and Socrates they played the alien twins in Men in Black, like the new Men in Black International mm. Men of Mystery? Yeah. No. No, just international. Oh. So that's that's cool. Okay. Just I don't know. That that was an interesting fact for me. Yeah. I guess I always play movies together where they can be twins. Yeah. Makes cool. sense. And I was gonna say this sense. segment went so long that we actually don't have any more time for the rest of the that's show. It. That's so it. That's, that's it. That's it. Uh, we don't, we don't, don't, no, we don't have time for that. Uh, so okay. thank you all. See you, next, see, you, see you soon. See you next season. No, we're kidding. We're still going to talk about the movie. So uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Miss Norton is yeah, like, kitty. don't talk let's, about the movie. <laughs> let's talk about it, Kitty. She has a lot to say today. Kitty, we've got a first-hand... Uh, Cat, cat on the line. For... First Paul cat. <laughs> what do we think about that then? The young white cat Victoria gets thrown out and abandoned in the streets of London. The alley cats witness this and introduce themselves to her as the Jellicles or Jellico cats. Mr. Mistopheles, who is a black and white magician cat with a top hat, and and Mankostrap, who is a grey striped cat with a collar, plus a bunch of other recurring cats that I don't think get introduced by name, take her under their wings and show her around as they prepare for the Jellico Ball. This is an annual ceremony where cats perform to be chosen to go to the heavyside lair and be granted a new life. Throughout the film we get to know the different performers in the competition and their spe- special characters which includes the bad guy, McCavity, who is able to apparate and use this ability to kidnap the other contestants so he can be made the Jellico choice by default. Sounds like a reality TV show that I would watch. <laughs> right? You like did it. watch it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Saw it. it. Yeah. How, how do you guys like the CGI in this movie? This the was CGI'd? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> But that was real cats. <laughs> yeah. 
some of the stuff. Mon- monkey cats. Disturbing is a good descriptor, I think. In terms of these cats were looking weirdly naked. In a weird way that normal cats do not look naked. But also, but why were they did. wearing clothes? Like, there was a whole bunch of other cats that wore clothes. You're like, either all cats should be wearing clothes or none. But, like, why did some... And then, like, some wore shoes. And then they all had very human hands. Like, the hands were very disturbing. And some could take off their fur and were wearing oh, yeah. clothes underneath. It was very, like, <laughs> what is and going on here? how did they get shoes that could fit a cat's paw that looked like Nike's. And why were oh, they only wearing those. it? You haven't seen those. You can totally go and buy two those. two of their four paws. <laughs> and then... Our kitty has shoes. Boots. But I think my biggest issue with the CGI and overall was actually that the proportions were really weird between the cats and the world they were in. So, like, they were balancing on the rail... Rail... rail they were balancing on the railroad tracks and they just looked way too tiny and even like in a lot a lot of other scenes like her wearing a ring around her arm like i don't think we can put a ring on our cat's arm and she's a very tiny three kilo cat that's tiny for a cat and like but at least your the cat proportions can sing. were just wrong that is our true. cat yes <laughs> she can sing and scream mm-hmm. yeah tom made a comment in that railway scene he's like are those cats actually ants <laughs> Yeah, that was so tiny. They had mice proportions, not cat proportions. Yeah. yeah. I will I, say, I, though, I will say mm-hmm. that the cats did look pretty bad. And I'll, I'll circle back to that in a sec. But the mice looked even worse. The mice were terrible. <laughs> like, the oh, mice were just true. shocking. The cats were bad, but the mice were shocking. So just just laying that out I, there. I will, I will have to say that when you, you know, because like majority of this movie is CGI and everything let's take the cats out of the picture for a second everything else I find looked really really good I really enjoyed everything around it when you looked at, at the environment and lighting effects and you know just the lighting on the, the, the cats themselves it just if you look at all that stuff it looked amazing and then you look at the cats themselves and then you're like Ugh, yeah. what is this <laughs> I think the staging itself was actually kind of nice because it looked like a bit like theater staging in a way, like the way it was done. Like it wasn't supposed to look real or anything. Like it, I think that looked good. I think the proportions were just way off, which applies the same to the bodies of the cats, right? Hmm. Like cats don't have that tiny eyes. It just that's not how it is, and their heads were just wrong. The human cats. Yeah, but uh, like. <laughs> It was something else that Tom said. He was like, where does the cat end and the human begin? <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch this movie without CGI. Like, I, want to I, see. I, was, I really want to see how they did it as well. Yeah, just how weird it must have been. Mm. The thing is, I think when you look at pictures of people performing cats in real life, like actually on stage, I think the cats look good because they're not trying to make them look like cats with cgi with fur and whatnot Mm. they have like cat ears and they have like suits on that are just you know kind of inspired by it but i think it makes it a lot more it makes a lot more sense because it stays a bit more human and doesn't Mm. try to be so cat and because of it doesn't look so disturbing Mm -hmm. yeah i actually feel like less cgi might have been better 
I don't yeah. know. It just Maybe. it felt like it it just gone too far, and then it it just because like like Gita says, I, it felt like it was more like a theater production, you know, but mm. just in a movie setting because you saw like going from scene like the transitions to like every scene was really cool. Like it it felt really like you know seamless. I mean, I'm not a big fan of of musicals. I'll, I'll say that, but for people that do, and you know, they just. There was it was con- there was always constantly something happening like it's it's not a film where it's like there's like nothing happening right now because it's you know you're you're five seconds away from the next song and <laughs> mm. and I don't know if that's just a, a normal thing but just going from scene to scene and I agree with Marty as well that just the the majority of the 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 sets as well like it it felt really good like it you know I was like looking in the background reading the signs of you know the the neon signs of stuff and yeah. reading the uh, you know things in the background and the only one I didn't really like was when they were like out on the railroad track and there was like mm. in the middle of London like that was just CGI like suddenly it was all the CGI and it's like the CGI yep. parts of this film r- ruined it basically the, the CGI films just take away from what the film's trying to do which is put on a production mm. of Cats yeah, yeah. I, I I do feel like it. Um, you asked if it if it is like that. Uh, I don't know because I've I've seen a few musicals and it is basically like that. It, that you know they they the song all the way through for you know the full duration. And I do feel like one of the things that the movie did quite well was that it just you know it didn't. Um, I never felt like I was bored or anything. There wasn't like a lull or anything. It was just from it started to it ended. There was constantly something going on, uh, going from song to song. And in, in that way, I feel like it, it worked quite well. Um, the only thing, and I get this with real musicals as, as well, towards the end, I'm sitting there looking at the watch. And I'm like, yep, I'm, I'm, I, I, I feel it now. Uh, it's time to move on. It's time to end this. Is it over soon? Because now, now I've had enough singing and songs, and, and then they stuff. start like a whole new verse. It's like, no, no, no. You should, <laughs> yeah. have, you should have stopped ten minutes ago. That was a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that comes with musicals like this is that I made Marty get us the subtitles like two minutes in, like essentially after the first song. Because I did not understand what the heck was happening. And stuff like Jellicle Cats are just words that are like, they made no sense in my head. I did not know that that was just, you know, like a term that they had, like, you know, someone had come up with. And, and that's they only how these say, cats are you know, called. they only say that like over 60 times in the first song. Uh, yes. So, you know, they don't really it give you a chance. Like that repetition didn't make that any clearer. No. no. <laughs> and overall, like, the, after we rewatched that song and then it just made sense that they were talking about the different characteristics of Jellicle Cats and whatnot. But like before having the subtitles, it made very little sense to me. And I was very happy about having these subtitles um, and understanding what it all was about and who they were singing about and things like that. Like that made it a lot easier, which... That's something you don't get when you go watch a real musical though. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> and that's, that is like an issue with watching musicals but I don't know if it's just me who has trouble understanding singing people because I don't ever understand what people sing about in normal music either so I I wasn't sure if it was because me and Amanda watched and this is kind of I started it because I was having just issues hearing stuff like I can hear stuff but I just not taking it in so I watch everything with Mm -hmm. subtitles now 
and when Same, we're watching by extension <laughs> yeah <laughs> so watching this one we, we didn't Ger- German have... subtitles right oh yeah yeah you know gotta <laughs> improve on that uh, you know Katza Katza that's what we're watching and um, <laughs> and I didn't know if it was just because we didn't have subtitles that I was having a lot of issues just taking anything in because we watched everything with subtitles so I know like at the start it felt like the songs were more like muffled and like it was hard to make out I felt like as the film went on took it in a bit better i don't know if it was just the type of songs but or you know i was just you know the acid finally kicked in or you know that was just just the type that, of songs they were singing but there was no singing in this movie Tom. No singing? Oh, was... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I i agree and i don't know if it was a subtitle thing or what but like for the first at least half of the movie i had no idea what any of the songs were about i, I could catch like maybe three words out of ten like it was I was like I have no idea what's going on like at least if I was high right now you know that would be really fun instead of me just being like what is going on (laughs) but so to explain that maybe a little bit is that I think a lot about this is about the different characteristics of different cats how different cats are doing different things so some might be lazy cats, others might be cats that are like up to no good and like destroying everything. And then you have other cats that keep like an eye, a watchful eye on everything. And then you have cats that are like playful or you have old cats that have seen everything in their life and could tell you all kinds of stories or um, all these kinds of things. So I think that's mainly the story behind it is just showing these different cat characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is based on some kind of text that was written originally that had like up to I don't know 50 different cat characters um, so I think that's actually a point about this movie is that there are the, all these different cat characters in this um, I think it was just difficult to keep up with it in the movie um, mm-hmm. with all the different characters and different like after a while you started to see certain cats over and over again like I know there was one cat that was definitely an Asian actress but like you know like she was never introduced by name and like we would have not been able to keep up with it anyway because there are just hordes of cats there it's relatable for cats really yeah the book the book is called old possum's book of practical cats by t.s elliot kitty kitty says is correct (laughs) she's read it (laughs) she's in it (laughs) yep probably she's the screaming cat So one thing I didn't like in this, and I don't know if this is like if it's in the stage production or if it's in the book, but James Corden's cat um, was fat, and like that was kind of the the role of of that cat was it was fat, like to eat. But then it just seemed really out of characteristic when like he was saying like don't comment about my weight, you know I'm sensitive about it, and I was like, it just it didn't feel like something a fat cat would say. No, <laughs> not at all. One thing I want to talk about is, did we see polygamy in this movie? Was the main character in love with two cats? With Mr... what's his name? Mistopheles and with Strap, Or only with Mr. Mistopheles? I think she was in love with Mr. Mistopheles, who was in love with her. But Trap was also in love with Victoria. But I don't think it was mutual. 
I bet fans of the musical are gonna hate us for talking about this and like not knowing the background <laughs> of the musical and like all these things. Yeah. I thought they were all a bit in love with each other. I mean, cats are not monogamous, so like it would make sense that two tomcats would woo that new little cat. By the way, on that same note, this main actress, did she have more than one facial expression? It could be the CGI. We don't know. It's a cat. Cat don't have facial expressions. It was big big eyes and open mouth. She did nothing else. Cats do have expressions. Like we can tell. They have expressions. They don't have have facial expressions, like smiling and stuff like that. Not like dogs do. And a cat is not a dog. We learned <laughs> that, that is true. We like that. we got to the end of the movie. It's like you need to know that a cat is not a dog. I'm like, oh right, thank you, thank you I for making it. me sit through this. Now I know because I no. went into this film thinking cats and dogs were the same, same. fucking thing. And they're not. Who would have bought it? They're clearly not. Alright. Because dogs have facial expressions. That's why, isn't it? And cats don't, Marty. One thing that I have to say. It's probably the second time that I'm saying that. I don't know. Um, I was overall maybe actually positively surprised that I didn't hate the movie as much as I thought I would from the press coverage, and the IMDb rating that was out there. Supposed to hate it. Supposed to hate it. To be honest, I, I do a thing where if you go to IMDb and you look at the score, then you're like, oh, okay. But sometimes if you go to the reviews, you actually find that a low-score movie has way more people writing reviews of like, ah, actually, this score, you know, the, the score is coming from people just like bombing it and then people are actually saying well you know what giving a fair assessment of this film uh this this and that and it, it was mm-hmm. the same with cats there's quite a lot of reviews saying like yeah if you like the the musical cats you know you've been been to the theater you know you you, you actually might enjoy this uh you know <laughs> if you like cats mm-hmm. you can enjoy this no. How did I, you like the singing? I thought it was, it was good. It was good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know it was My all... favorite... I want to go back to Tom's reviews. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Um, but just before we move on, uh, my favorite review is the one um, that says, I used to be a wholeheartedly Christian mother. I then watched this movie and became an atheist. No loving God would put us on a planet with the likes of this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, Tom. You carry on with what you're saying. What was I saying? I have no idea because I interrupted you. Oh, no. no, I'm just taking on the role of Marty. Any, anyway, this movie actually got patched like uh, a few days into release, um, which is something that is easily doable now because they, uh, you know, downloaded from the internet onto a a hard drive in the cinema, and that was some of the the special effects that it wasn't up to. Uh, the scratch. high cat- they weren't up to, up to scratch exactly they weren't up to scratch um so they actually patched it and and, and pushed a new new version uh, a few days in so some of the first movers in this movie might have seen a completely different version than we did and they might have seen the ring of whatever the actress is called that plays m in uh, judy dench yes yeah. they might have yeah. saw her ring what 
Yeah, she like there was a scene where her hand wasn't properly CGI, oh, so you could see her right, wedding okay. ring. Who do you think was the, like, out of all the cats and out of all the bad CGI, which one were you just like, actually, you know what, that's not bad? Because I was like out with, with Judy Dench when she walked in, I was like, think that, that's not too, that's that's not bad. I think her eyes were way too small, but she looked good as, like, she yeah. was recognizable as a certain breed of cat mm-hmm. in a way that, like, her chin just made so much sense in this. Like, I liked <laughs> I want to see that. On, is, I want to see that on the the DVD box of uh, of cats. <laughs> Judy Dent's chin just made sense. <laughs> yeah. She looked like an old Norwegian cat. She did. I, I quite like the two cats that played the calicos that were um, like the mischievous ones. Mm. Um, I just we haven't talked about them, and I liked them. Like I thought that they were they were quite cool, mischievous little. Assholes. They're my favorite yeah. kind of cats. Yeah. I don't know. I think I have to be boring and, and say Judy Dench as well. I think that was probably um, one of the, from looks and everything, one of the, the fav- my, my favorites as well. But let's be honest, we all wanted to cuddle, cuddle Mr. Mistopheles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Any last comments before we move into the judgment? Yes. Okay. Idris Elba and Rebel Wilson. What, what's, what's special about those two actors? Do you think, out of all the cast, they are both playing cats? Not everyone's no. playing cats. Oh yeah, I don't know. They are both allergic to cats in real life. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So I assume they I was hoping you'd be a bit more sh- like ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was definitely CGI, not real cat suits. That's why they have to do it. I mean, that's probably a good thing because do you know how many cats you would have to skin to get these costumes? Like, I feel like that would be a really, really, really bad time. Yeah. I mean, it could be artificial cat. Then you wouldn't be allergic to it anyway. I have a question. So the bad guy, McCavity, was abducting all these cats that were performing. Mm -hmm. Why did he not... A dark Mr. Tum, whatever his name is, that was Jason Derulo. That cat was not abducted. Why does, was he like, yeah, I'm the only one left, but like that cat was not abducted? Was that I, a plot hole? I mean, I didn't. I cannot answer your question because I had no was idea what was going hole? on. Yes, that was the only <laughs> one, though. That was the only one. Like, why was he abducting cats? Why did why did he take them to a barge in the middle of the Thames? Why so the did that other cat call it the Thames? Like we so have a lot of was, questions. <laughs> so the point was that this old cat uh, M or whatever her name in the movie was, old something. You keep um, calling her by her name from James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> M <She's>, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> she she was the cat that was going to decide who was going to get their new life or new jellical life. And she was going to do that based on their performances. So there were all these cats that were going to perform, and we saw these cats. And so the bad guy, McCavity, decided, hey, if I abduct these cats and they're not there when the decision happens, then the last cat is me, and she has to decide that it's me who gets the new life. That but, was like, also, is the new life actually death and then rebirth? So, like, it might not actually it's be reincarnation. that good of a thing? Like, Nobody knows. It's reincarnation. I was like, yeah, you're all competing to die. 
you have to go watch the musical, the actual musical, to figure it out. And read anyway, the book. I think it is. Oh, read the book. But I think it's time for us to pass judgment. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. So this was a uh, 2.8 rated movie. Um, let's see if it's a uh, stick, bump, or bust. Stick, it deserves 2.8. Um, bump, it, uh, it it could get a little bit higher of a rating, and, and that would be fine. Or bust. Uh, oh, no. That's the description. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Tom, cat, Tom Cat, what do you think? This is tricky because I'm thinking about it right now as a 2.8. If it was a 5.5, I'd probably stick. So, do the math. That is a bump. Uh, that's a bump for cats. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so low, it's like, I can't really bust it any further. And yeah, it's pretty bad, like the CGI. But I think without that, like the the songs are pretty pretty good, and like it's it's weird. But you know, I think like if you're into that, then yeah, it's I don't know. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's a bump. Okay, bump. There we go. Uh, that was very interesting. First first up, a bump. Um, Beata, what do you think? Um, I think that was relatively one of the first things that I said, was that this actually deserves a 5.5. And so I come to the same conclusion that I think it's actually a bump. Because I think we've seen 5.5 movies that were worse than this movie was. It wasn't a good movie. It was bad CGI, but it wasn't a 2.8 either. So, bump. Another bump. Two bumps. It can still go the complete opposite direction. Amanda. Catmanda, what do you think? I am actually on the same page. Like, I don't think this is a 2.8 film. Like, this was... I also don't think it was a 5.5. But I think it was somewhere in between. And because we're basing our scores on the 2.8 rating, I'm I'm going to have to bump it. And we are all going to bump it because I was entertained all the way through. Sure, the cats looked a little bit silly, um, but I was so entertained all the way through. It's the, I, I totally agree. We have seen worse 5.5 rated movies, so uh, at least story-wise and stuff. So bump, bump it. Wow. So Is this the first, the first time in 5.5 history that we've all bumped something? It might be the first time we've all agreed on something, and it's also the first time this season we have bumped a movie, saving the worst or best till last. <laughs> I'm not go. sure that it was the best in the season. It just wasn't the best according to the score. It was just rated so low originally, it wasn't possible <laughs> to put it down any lower, really. This cat doesn't deserve to get put down. Um... <laughs> So that was the last movie of the season called Blockbusted. We will take a month off after this and decide... Well, we're not going to decide anything. Uh, when we come back, we'll be doing back to normal 5.5 rated movies. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's for after summer. 
So for now, I think there's nothing else to say. Um, what did you think about Cat? Let us know. Let us know your uh, one-sentence review. Tom, where can people do that? You can head over to 5.5.reviews or you can find us on social media at 5.5.review. There we go. And with that, I don't think there's too much else to say but meow. Meow. And that. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.